This is Moments with Foo with James Foo Torres, better known as Foo, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant people on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they have learned on their road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their success into your life and business. Moments with Foo is brought to you by the Strategic Advisor Board and your host, Foo. Hello and welcome to Moments with Foo. I'm your host, James Foo Torres, but you can call me Foo, hence the name of the podcast. And today I have somebody that I've been connected for over a year now. I've learned a lot from her. She's a very important piece of Strategic Advisor Board and uh, obviously for my network because I'm so connected to Strategic Advisor Board. And today I have the CEO of two companies, which is Rogue Publishing Partners and Business Dynamics, and also the Senior Vice President of the Strategic Advisor Board, Shelby Jo Long. And I'm going to let her tell you more about all those different things that she's doing. But first, Shelby, how are you? Hi, James. So nice to be on your podcast. It's nice to be the interviewee at some point in time rather than the interviewer. So I really very much look forward to the interview. Thank you for having me. Yeah, uh, because, you know, Shelby, me, uh, Michael Seip, and and Jason, we're always interviewing people. And and that's why she says (laughs) that it's good to be in the other side. And and every time that I get uh, interviewed, I I always say the same thing. It's like, it's nice to be on the other side because we interview so many people every week that it's nice to, to, you know, be be interviewed for for a change. Absolutely. (laughs) Thanks for interviewing me. I appreciate that. Yeah, I think this is gonna be it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be educational. So let's uh, kick it off with a quick introduction uh, about yourself. Sure, um, Shelby Jo Long, CEO of two companies and senior vice president of another. I'm also a college professor, and I have been in teaching business communication, organizational communication, everything human communication related for 16 years now. And my other kind of interesting, unique background is that I've been a college debate coach for over 20 years and participant. And uh, for those college debaters out there, it's a small circle, but it's a very, cast a very wide net. It's all over the world. So I've had the opportunity to be involved with that. And a lot of that, all of my communication involvement inspired some consulting over the years. And then a few years ago, I decided to formalize that into my own consulting business. And that's when Business Dynamics was born. And I've been working with people. I work with people on a few different levels, leadership and culture consulting within their own business. And then within their execution of their mission and vision and all their brand within their business. But then I also help uh, businesses put together a consulting arm to their business, basically. So they can have their own program or their own course or their own their own intellectual property that can help teach others how to do something in their business, whether it's business related or if it's something in there for their clients, um, help them put together that consulting arm. And my education background helps with that. So uh, another another quick quick plug. I just published a book. I see your genius. Transform your idea into income. Here's a picture of it, at least. And uh, through the publication of that book, that's when Rogue Publishing Partners was born. Many experts combined together under one roof to be able to provide the solutions for independent authors and to make their book publishing process that much easier. 
on the strategic advisor board. So I don't know how much you wanted me to talk about that, but I met Jason Miller uh, about a year and a half ago and we've worked together in a couple capacities. And then we started the strategic advisor board was born and I'm senior vice president of that. And it's been a very fun journey to discover the power of entrepreneurship as these companies have developed. So there's a, there's a 30,000 foot overview. So yeah, that's so it's crazy. Every time that I talk about you, it's like, yeah, she's doing this and she's doing that. She's doing that. It's like, oh my God, how she has time to do all these different things. Uh, Cause it's, it's, it's so many. And, and, you know, usually for, for my podcast, I ask people, uh, what, what is, what is your focus right now? Like what is, what, what is taking most of your attention? And I know that you have different things. So I guess the question could be here. How do you balance the, the focus that you give to each one of these things? So you can assure that you're going to be successful in all of them. Sure. Great question. Uh, I I make sure I balance my time. But the, the nice thing about all three of these, all three of my business involvements and my t- I still teach at the college too part-time, that they're all tied together with the same core messages and the same core values. It's all human communication centered. It's all organizational business communication. I've been talking about it for years. And so it's fun to be able to make that into a business and to really help businesses with the background and that theory, because the theory doesn't make much difference until it's actually implemented. So that's the connection I try to make with my students in the classroom. But then it also provides me a really nice, solid foundation to be able to provide those custom solutions for businesses. And then the book is about that process. So that's kind of, they're all kind of tied together. Um, I would say you asked the question about what's taking my focus now. Uh, Fortunately, it's not writing the book, but I'm actually getting into my second book in the series of the, that my, I see your genius is the first one. The second one's going to be probably the genius of leadership, because that's really the space that I'm working in right now. And uh, there's, and the business involvement that I'm in right now. So not completely focused on that, but I'm focused on promoting the book and trying to get out to get the word out and the marketing for that. Uh, What I'm focused on in business right now, I'm working with a few businesses in the culture and leadership space. I'm really enjoying that. And I'm, I'm going to put together my own digital program for that and try to find more companies to work with. So that's, that's where my focus is right now. So yeah, uh, my I think my latest or one of my latest podcasts when I recorded uh, last week was talking about a lot about culture and leadership and yeah. and and especially now that there's so much remote work now mm-hmm. we're entering into this new new era right of remote work that now the culture how does that affect the culture of your company and uh, there's a lot of mixed opinions in here of oh no we want everybody back. Um, we can control them, keep them accountable. And then there's other people. It's like, please don't make us come back. We're working hard. We're probably proving these things. And and I've heard uh, both of them. Uh, in the last one, we were talking about how good they were doing it remotely. And they did it prior to COVID. And it was just because they were trying to cut cost of things. And then yeah. uh, by cutting costs, then from there, like they figure out how to do this. And then they they were, ex, you know, very, very successful uh, 
uh, at the remote work era now, right? That we are at, and and now right. he's teaching others, so it's very very cool. So it's obviously you know culture and leadership right now. It's not just the the, the general like culture now. It's also like remote work or not, and and now that people have like you know pandemic, it happened once, it can happen again. All those different things are part of the culture to make sure that you're taking care of your employees. So it's super timely and relevant topic for sure right now. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's, it's a challenge for every business with multiple employees, because trying to navigate and figure out the best way to serve your customers is the primary importance, but then the, how you do that is the culture and how your employees manage that. So it's, it's a good conversation to have. And it's something really good to revisit because the face of business has changed in the past couple of years. And and consumer habits have changed in the past couple of years drastically. So there's a lot of negotiation of those returning to the old habits and the old culture is might not be an option. You have to we have to be dynamic and adjust and remember that we have to adjust to what our what our, our clients want. So there's a lot of space there, and that's the business culture and uh, systems and all that. That's kind of my sweet spot as far as academics is concerned. But I love talking about that kind of stuff and talking about the possibilities. And and then it also ties into your brand too, because your brand ties back to your mission and your vision and your core values. But those core values need to be present in your internal operations. And often there's a disconnect. So there's a, it all kind of ties in together. So it's more of a broad communication strategy than it is, than it is just trying to be the right brand and trying to put out the right culture, you know, so it's all kind of tied together. So, so on that note, um, what, what advice would you have for business owners in general to, to kind of stay ahead of this? I know that this, there's a lot of things, but if you were, were to put your top two, three t- uh, tips that you can give, um, business leaders, uh, to, to deal with this, uh, communications and leadership challenges that they're presented today. Uh, that's a great question. Uh, I would say the fir- the first thing I would say is to uh, be conscious about revisiting it often. So it's not something that you, you know, we all think about when we start our business, we have a very different vision of our business plan than what it is a year down the road or what it is two years down the road and or or six months. Changes happen so quickly that we've got to be I'm talking about this in class today, actually. And we've got to be dynamic. We have to adjust and we have to adjust to the environment around us, but also what's going on internally with our business. So we've just got to be ready to pivot. We have to be ready to move and we have to be ready to change. That's why it's really important to revisit those things with your team, to revisit those core values. Maybe they've shifted um, to talk about what's happening with your customer experience and your acquisition channels have changed. All of those things change. So it's really important to stay ahead of it and to not be stuck in what was done a couple of years ago. Um, and I think it's important to revisit those things. And I think it's been important to revisit and to engage your employees in that employees and your affiliates in your overall vision and your strategy. Um, that gives them, and that gives your employees agency and part of the company. They're going to be more involved. I think that's, that's really key for culture. Transparency is important, but really having 
having everybody involved with the how that vision is executed within the business and then also with your customers is really key. So I would say those are kind of two things to involve people and to also revisit it. And don't be afraid to change a few things. You don't have to change the external impression of you, but but talk about what's happening in your business and stay ahead of it because it's because it's going to change in a month. <laughs> so it's, we just have to be ready to move and shift. So yeah. And, and, and you did say like, you don't necessarily have to change uh, the outside, uh, but that's something that you should also not be afraid to do. Uh, it definitely, right. you don't have to, you don't have to like the, the, you know, your logo or the different things that you have, like might stay the same, but then like your communications inside, like making sure that you're just not saying things, right? Like you're actually practicing what you're preaching that's right. one thing. And then if if there's a drastic change, don't be afraid of, of just making us a bigger pivot. Like, look, uh, your tagline changing because everything is changing the way that we're doing things then, or I got a big change happen, then don't be afraid of doing those things. And, you know, just for example, I, I am not, I am yeah. constantly changing my stuff. Like I'm constantly because how I'm every single day of my life, I'm trying to to look for for how can I make my brand better, my messaging better, to resonate better, to say more with less words, all those yep. different things, and and that and it's okay, and it's okay, especially when you are growing, when you are just Absolutely. either either starting out in the first couple of years, or maybe on, on a hyper growth phase now that you just discover something now, and and you're like hyper growth before. You go through the whole hyper growth and then you're like, damn, I should have changed it when I had the chance. Don't don't fall into that. Like if you feel like there's a big change happening, don't be afraid. That's my advice. Don't be afraid to change. And and, and it's uncomfortable because look, I, I just did a rebranding. I send it, I send you. I was some gonna stuff. say you just did your rebrand, and that's that's a big shift. But you're repositioning yourself, you're adding, you're trying to address to get into a new market. Like, I think that's a it's it it feels like as an entrepreneur, it feels really risky and it feels like, ah, I don't want to leave what I've done, but then it's not really leaving what you've done. It's just reinterpreting it and putting it in a different place. So I, I commend you on that. There's uh there's it's it's hard to rebrand. So and it's really nice looking. So I'm excited for it all to get out there. So yeah, yeah. I like I, I started I started the rollout uh already. Uh it's just you know, it's hard to do it all at once. So I try to do it as much as I can, but there's certain things that I still need to adjust, uh, with like graphics and, and things that are not just change the logo, right? It's yeah. it's graphic design. Those things uh, take a little bit more time. And we've been changing. I have uh, two graphic designers on the team and they're both working on it. But, you know, it's a, it's a process and, and it's fine, right? Uh, it's uh, because we left it in PM authority. We're just changing the logo, the colors and, and like the message. At least that part, it, it becomes easier because the name of the company didn't change. It's just the, the feel, the colors, the logo, the appearance to the world. And that's being rolled out. And I'm super excited because now it's uh, before it was just more like, look, this looks good enough. Let's just roll like business is what had to happen. Now I'm in a place that I'm not looking to do just like. I was prioritizing before just press moments. Oh, I can get you yeah. feature here. I can get you feature there. But now we're going into much a deeper, deeper thing that that we're starting out people with their branding and, and their messaging to then make sure that we're doing so we practice what we preach. Like I didn't know these things when I started. 
I right. know now, and that's why I'm applying it. And and that's the way that I've done business. Uh, and that's why in, in two years and some change that I've been doing this, I managed to get success because I just learned something, apply it, take action, and then Absolutely. teach it to others and monetize it. So that's how I do it. <laughs> yes. uh, and you keep moving and you keep shifting and that's good. So yeah, yeah just I learning that, and action. That's, that entrepreneurs you got to be get business owners in general you just have to be ready for that because you know the the pending recession if we're going to have a recession and the interest rate hikes like all of that affects consumer behavior and it affects it affects a lot of businesses and a lot of industries and affects consumer behavior so you got to got to think about what that i don't know you just have to be ready to move and shift so definitely and and what i i like is it's good to 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 get, acquire knowledge. That's great, right? Like you should always be doing it. But knowledge without action, it's it's nothing, yeah. right? So that's yeah. why I'm so big into. I learn something and then I just go apply it. I learn something, yeah. take action, learns, and then that's how I, I've been doing things, and, and that's why I don't get stagnant. I'm like, oh, I read my seventh book this like month, yeah. and and then oh, what's the action? Wait, I I just don't know yet. Sure, yet maybe in the next book, <laughs> right? That that's just not 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 it. It's good to read. It's good to get knowledge, and and I do it every single day. But take take something, learn it. Okay, can I monetize this? Can I make this? Like, let me apply it right away. Let me test it. Like that's that's what I commend to people: learn things, but take action. Just don't 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 mm-hmm. just stay there. <laughs> right. So, um, let's go to my 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 next question: Is do you have a particular challenge that taught you something? that you think is worth sharing with the audience? Yeah, what I'll I'll share share a story about just even starting in starting my own business and starting in the starting my entrepreneur journey. Um and I and I feel comfortable telling you it's in my book. So I talk about it in the book too. But um you know it's it's a pretty big transition and many people go through transitions whether it's career to career or whether it's school to career or whether it's military to career, whatever it is, we go through transitions and we get being comfortable in one space and then transitioning over to another space. There's new rules. There's new, new things to learn. You have to speak in a different way. There's, you know, it's, there's a, there's a challenge to that. And it's not only a challenge to your ego, it's a challenge to try to figure out how to position your expertise your genius in this new space and and one of the biggest challenges i had i i've been a college debater and a professor for a long time and so i'm very comfortable in that space i'm a very comfortable speaker i love lecturing give me give me a topic and i'll lecture for a long time i have no problem talking to an audience for a very long time i, I like standing on my soapbox and making arguments and having conversations. I love doing that kind of stuff. So that the podcasting space is very comfortable for me, but that's not the way business really works <laughs> it, because you have to, you have to take action. You have to, yeah, the information is great, but if I'm telling you information, I've got to tell you the return on investment that you get if you do this thing or if you apply this theory. So it, it was a the big challenge for me was taking what I knew and understanding the function of it in this new space. And, you know, the culture theory about culture and understanding business culture, we look into a business to understand culture and we discover and we research it. 
but that's totally different than how you deal with it. In a business, you want to create a culture and you want to have certain things in your culture. So it's very research oriented versus very, which is the intentional creation of culture. So it's a, it's a very different space. Research as opposed to creation, very different space. And I think when you, when you're transitioning to any, any field, transitioning your genius in any way, then I think you go through that, that kind of like fear of like, man, things worked really well over in this area. And I, and I got to adapt it and I have to move things. And it's, you know, it's not the same. The information doesn't work the same in both spaces. So that I say was one of my biggest challenges was to do that. But then once I, once I kind of got over that hurdle, now I help other people do that. I help other people transition their business into something that is much bigger than the one-on-one interaction. So there's, you know, you can, a lot of coaches, I'll give you an example. I'm working with a, with an athletic coach right now, and that's a one-on-one space. I'm going to help you get better. I'm going to help you train. I'm going to help you lose weight and get stronger. But then how do you go from that one-on-one relationship to the one-to-many relationship? It's a different way of communicating. It's a different way of speaking. He's putting together an online program and course that's hybrid with his action plans. And it's a, it's a different way of speaking. So that's a, it's transforming his genius and his process into, into a different space so he can serve more people. So that's, that's the really fun thing that I help people do is transition their genius into other audiences. So I would say the biggest challenge became one of my most, I don't know, one of my biggest business successes. So you just can't be afraid to, to go into it and try it and validate it and then move and shift things. And then it's not going to be perfect the first time you do it, but then the second time you do it, it might be better. And so then you've got to keep changing things. So just got to be ready to move and shift and not be fearful that your ego is going to be taken down a little bit when you start. So, yeah. And that's, um, that's something that got me thinking a couple, couple of things. And one is uh, you will, every time that you do something new, you will have, you have to have your, your leave your ego aside because, <laughs> and that happens like, for example, when you start a new social media channel, oh my God, but like my Facebook is doing so good. Like starting here, my posts don't do good. And like, and you feel bad. Like you have to leave that ego aside. It's like, hey, you are testing something new. Same as with a new offer. Uh, if you are have a new offer, you have to go and, and to, to validate, you know, pre-validation, validation. You know, you have to get to that because it's a new offer. Even though you could have sold a million dollars or a hundred million dollars on another offer, you have right. a new offer, you have to validate it and you have to leave your ego aside again and, and be willing to test. And maybe you're wrong the first time and you have to adjust. So that's uh, that's something that got me thinking uh, a lot of, of of this because we have in, in, in what I've learned and one of the biggest challenges for me is is that that damn, I thought it was special, but then I go do this other thing and I don't feel as special as I thought I was. Right. Uh, <laughs> that's what just the ego uh, talking is like oh like yeah you're not just good at this because you just haven't done it enough and it's a new thing and, and uh one if you when you are in entrepreneurship if you can if you can separate your emotions and your ego and you just take it uh take okay. everything more objective and more uh like 
based on numbers and educated decisions uh, instead of rather just emotional decisions, uh, that's when you can actually do great in business. And for me, that's one of the biggest priorities that I have right now is how to this like I, I'm an emotional person that was raised with my my mom, my sister, like I'm among women and all these different things. So for me, I, I am trying to I'm working on learning how to detach to the emotions so I can be a better leader, a better CEO. And and that's why this got me thinking. And, and you know, I just want to give it out to the audience, too. This is this is what I'm going through. And, and yeah. it's OK to struggle. Just, you know, Absolutely. find help and, and get things done. That's all. <laughs> You gotta talk. If you don't talk about it, then it just stays hidden. So yeah, it's there's a lot in that for sure. So <laughs> I, I just have to say the what help and talking about it in a podcast is great too, but writing about it really helped me process a lot of those things and to really get to the deep understanding about it. So maybe you got a book in your future. So. Oh, oh, I do. <laughs> I, I know, I know. Uh, and that's, that's why I'm, I'm compiling all these different things. And, and, I, yeah. and I completely agree with you on when you take, you have to take things out of your mind. Your mind is not as reliable as you think it is. And that, <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> that's just something that I just got to put out there. Your mind is not as, re- as reliable as you think it is. You have to put things on paper. You have to put not necessarily paper, right? Like notes in your phone. That right. Just take it out of your mind. Look at it. And so that way you can put it on a to-do list, put it on priorities, putting on uh, like things that you want to manifest, put things that you want to achieve. Uh, everything, you have to put it out because if not, you're going to have it cluttered and it's just going to get lost in translation. You're never going to do it if you don't get it out. So that's, uh, that's a tip for me and Shelby, we'll both agree on this. <laughs> So uh, true. So um, now I want to talk about either what do you think are the biggest takeaways of all, of this conversation or the biggest takeaway that you want to leave the audience with? Uh, there are a, a few things. Um, I, I would just say, to, don't be scared to get out and try something. And to, you know, there's such a fear... I, I see this a lot in the coaching space. There's a there's imposter syndrome, right? That we feel that we're that we're an imposter and we're not as good enough and not all of that. But it has everything to do with who you are and who you connect to and the transformation you can make. And if you can answer those key things, then you can help kind of reduce that imposter syndrome. And it's easy to say, don't be scared, go out and do it. But you never know. You might have the next next big business idea and you're not going to know unless you try and that's that's what i have discovered over the past couple of years in this entrepreneurship journey and that's what i really brought out with this conversation too cuz you talked about some of your challenges too but it's entrepreneur entrepreneurship is not easy but it it, it doesn't you're not going to be a success unless you take that first step and i think that's that's a big thing to think about too. And, and you can make a transition. You can. And I talk in my book, I'm not trying to push my book, but in the book, I talk like you have these core values and these core ways of viewing the world and ways of solving problems. It's part of your intuition. 
and that you know how to do things that makes things easier and that makes processes just, it's just that simple for you. And it's, but that's hard for other people. So, but you're not going to know the possibilities of that idea or if that match can be created unless you put it out in the marketplace and try to adjust that. I would just say, face your fear. There's no reason to keep your thoughts in here. Get them out. And, and just, I think that is a result of this conversation today because we've heard about your entrepreneur journey and, and mine, and it's just good to have that. And I think it's good to have those conversations so people understand that other people are going through the same things. So yeah. I, I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, and, and that that is the purpose of this podcast. Uh, for me, mm-hmm. it, it, the idea of doing moments with you is, is because it's a conversation. You see how I add value to. It's not just like, hey, come here, promote yourself and leave. It's, right. hey, come here, have a moment with food. Let's just have a conversation. I value to my audience. I'll, pro- I'll add some value too. And and when we, we hope with the hopes of inspiring people to either sure. continue in their journey, start their journey, or take their journey to the next level. Uh, and that's that's the idea of why why I, I, I was so excited of, of being doing this because that was that's I wanted to make it about value. And that's why I asked those key questions. Like, what is your advice? Like, what is uh, a challenge that taught you something? All, all those different things. So to get perspective to people. Like, and, and when for me, perspective is such a key word because the moments of growth that I have, like the, the most amount of growth has been because of perspective a lot of times. Because when I discover that somebody is doing something and then I meet them, and it's like, wow, like he's just, it's just discipline and, and they committed to something a hundred percent and they did it. And I was, when I saw those things, it gave me the perspective that I needed. It was like, if they can do it, I can do it. Yeah. And, and, and that's what I'm trying to create here. Just give perspective to people that if we can do it, we have a lot of limitations and challenges. So it seems as every human being, we, we're not much different. We just, we just disciplined and we, we, we look for help. We ask questions, we surround ourselves with the right people and we take action. You know, we, we learn all these different things and we just take action. We go for them. And, and that's why we're here uh, uh, now. And, you know, looking forward to take this to the next level too. <laughs> so, Absolutely. Uh, th- thanks. Um, you know, thanks. Thanks for taking the time here. And I know there's going to be some, some people that are going to be like, look, I want to talk to her. She Seems like to know so many different things, uh, culture and communication is all something that's very relevant right now. So what's the easiest way that can people find you? Uh, my website, for one, shelbyjolon.com. That's an easy place to find me. Uh, you can also pick up my book, I See Your Genius, Transform Your Idea into Income. All my contact information is in there. And there's a lot about the, uh, it's, it's all my my consulting program and it's communication centered. And I tell my story. We, you, we talked a little bit earlier about how, you know, we don't, our brains don't remember. We can't rely on our brains to remember everything. Uh, if you, if that statement resonates with you, you should definitely read my story. <laughs> so. yeah. yeah. I love it. I love it. And and that's why I, I really like the, the branding in your book and all these different teachings that you said. So it's not like you're like trying to push your book or anything. It's just, look, I really 
put everything in an efficient and the shortest words with the most amount of impact and everything into this book. So that's why like everything that is you almost in, in, in as well as you can put it related to, I see your genius, right? That under the title, yeah. it's there in an efficient way. So that's why books are, are such a nice tool to, to kind of share who you are and share like a lot of your knowledge in an organized way that is like all here. And that's why uh, being being in, in uh, like podcast tours and in promoting this this is the perfect thing to have when you are you're in a campaign that you want to increase your authority, your visibility, and can people get to know you? I have this Absolutely. book. You know, you can read it on your own time, and then if you want to talk more with me, then you know how to find me because you have my books. So, <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, so uh, thanks thanks for for taking the time. Really, I think this was a, was a very uh, valuable conversation. Uh, hopefully Absolutely. we inspire some people. Um, so Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, thank you for having me. And thank you for letting me stand on my soapbox for a little bit and talk about my experience. That's, as you know, uh, your brand and your, the way that you connect with an audience comes out best when they know a little bit about you. So this just helps out a lot. So thank you for that opportunity. Yeah, it's all about making yourself relatable and give people perspective, Absolutely. right? <laughs> so, uh, thank you. Thank you for this. This was really good. And um, I hope that we can do this again another time. And uh, I mean, we're connected for probably forever because we're like, forever. I'm so embedded. <laughs> I'm so embedded on SAB that, you know, it feels like we're just part of the same thing, right? Like the community and everything. And, and it's nice that I can always reach out to you and uh and anybody else look if you want to be part of the community that's something that you can reach out to us and you, we can add it to the community so you can also be part of this <laughs> so perfect i'll have all the links uh in the description and uh i hope uh people can find value on this and this was uh shelby joe long and james Fu torres uh and this is Fu signing off thanks for listening to moments with foo with your host foo Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates and we will see you on the next episode.